Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where did you come from? I'm Joanne and I come from Kildare. Country girl. Country girl. Joanne, you're not just Joanne though, are you? Because I know you uh, from Instagram and your Instagram platform that you have. Yeah, well, I do have a following on Instagram, but obviously that's not all who I am. I'm a mommy, I'm a daughter, I'm a friend. There's more than just what you see online. So take it back for me then. Let's talk about Joanne, younger child. What was that like for you growing up in Kildare? Um, I grew up in a really rural village um like your typical little old Irish village um I was I had amazing friends but then I also suffered really bad with like my mental health and my weight um like I was a big child like I remember going to my confirmation clothes shopping in an adult section um like that was really, really tough. Um, so I was a real peeper, people pleaser because I didn't want, I wanted everyone to be my friend because I was being bullied so much because of my weight. Um, so I would literally do anything anyone asked of me. I would hang out with the wrong crowd just because I was kind of like getting attention and them being like, oh, like me thinking oh like at least I have friends and they're not bullying me and like this could lead me down a path of like drinking in a field doing drugs um just to keep these people happy to be in with a crowd isn't that such a shame so we I think we find a lot of people fall into that well I'll do whatever they want me to do because that makes me feel cool or it makes me look cool yeah, no, it is. And like when I look back, that's exactly what I done was I just hung around with these people just because they weren't bullying me. And because they weren't bullying me, I was more inclined to do what they wanted. I was more inclined to smoke the weed, to go drinking. And this was when I was 12. Wow. Do you know, that started when I was 12. So... I already suffered really bad with my mental health. And when I was 13, I tried to take my own life. Um, I took a bunch of pills and I was just like, that's it. I can't 
deal with this situation anymore. Um, what was the situation? Talk to me through. Break it down for me. Um, so basically, I was being, I was in counselling for my depression and my anxiety. Um, I got diagnosed at thirteen with clinical depression. I was put on Prozac. What? Yeah, a high dose of Prozac from my therapist, and they never said to my parents. Well, a side effect of Prozac is you can actually either go okay or you can go downhill. And unfortunately, it made me go downhill. And obviously, I was smoking weed with my friends as well. Like So, like, that obviously didn't help. But, um, like, I was only 13. I didn't know. Do you know, I didn't know the effects that alcohol and drugs were going to have with the medication. Like... Why, I always think, like, why did the HSE put me on Prozac? Yeah. That was basically it, because it was, it was CAMS. Like, that's who I was seeing. And, I, I like, the place I went to was in Kill, County Kildare. Mm. And the building's boarded up now where it was. And, I mean, every time I drive past that building, it gives me the shivers. Because I'm like... How can a therapist put a child of that age on Prozac? That's shocking. Yeah. Um, so that led me to, obviously, I overdosed, but I was lucky. I regretted it. So I was able to tell my mom. Okay. And I said, look, I'm actually making a mistake. So she brought, her and my dad brought me straight to Crumlin. And... Uh, they just monitored me for the night and then obviously that started the whole rigmarole of seeing different psychiatrists and things like that and like I was then put on just different tablets I literally spent my whole teenage years on different medications Lexapro, Xanax I like Valium at one stage like, it was just literally, right, that pill's not working. Let's try this pill. It was, like... Were your parents terrified? Yeah. When I... Th- now that I'm a parent myself, and I can see it from their perspective, like, seeing your child being basically drugged up on all these different medications is just... It would be heartbreaking because... Yeah. Like, yeah, fair enough if they need it. But, like, I was literally just like, it was like, I'm feeling down. Right, okay, we're going to up your dosage. Or that one's not working now. So let's go and try this. Or take this one in the morning and that one at night. And that literally went on until I was about 15. So, like, 13, 14, 15, taking Xanax, Lexapro. Like, did you even get a childhood? Like, it's a blur. And, like, them medications sent me off my rocker. Like, I would stay out all night. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm staying at my friend's house. I'd literally go on benders at the weekends. Um, I'd, again, move on to the next wrong crowd, hang around with them. And, like, just drink, drink, drink until I think I was 16. I literally drank so much. 
I blacked out and I ended up in the hospital. That was for me kind of like my wake up call. Like I need to get away from these people and what they're doing because if I continue with what they're doing, like if I didn't break away from them when I did, I would definitely be of easily went on hardcore drugs like hard proper hardcore drugs because that's what they were all doing and I was always scared to take Mm. that leap so I always just used to stick to like my drink and what were you drinking like oh my god um drinking the what would I drink back then vodka be mainly vodka and do you know the big bottles of boost yeah they used to have and they were like silver and they were massive yeah i would literally pour out half of that and then just pour the vodka in up to the top and i drink that throughout the night um but the night i blacked out i'm convinced i was spiked that night because it was well when i say night it was the middle of the day like, it was 3 o'clock in the day, and when I went to the hospital and the doctors were saying, like, you know, she was however many times over the limit, like, um, like she must have easier drank two litres of vodka. And I said to my mum, no way. And nagging is all I had. Like, no way did I drink two litres. And I was like, did they check for anything else? They never checked for anything else. They only checked my alcohol levels. And the two people I was with, when that happened, like, my friends stayed with me, but the guy that was there that day, like, he didn't care. And I'm convinced to this day it was him that he spiked me. Like, my rings were taken off my fingers. Like, my phone was gone. And she didn't take them, you know, because she was there in the hospital with me. But he was nowhere to be found. Like, imagine taking someone's jewellery off them. Do you know that kind of a thing? And could have happened to you. You could have been raped. You could have been assaulted. Anything. Yeah. But I was in the lowest of the low. And that was a huge wake-up call for me. Like, I feel I needed that. Do you know when you need a scenario mm. to happen mm. to wake you up and say, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I need to change my life and get going because it was okay. Like, I think I, I'm great at masking how I'm feeling and mm. great at being like, ah, yeah, everything's grand. So don't mm. worry about it. Um. So like that, I was just being the people pleaser, trying to keep them all happy as I could and yeah it was a scary time in my life but like I think that's why I do, like when I go out like two three drinks max yeah because I'm afraid of getting drunk mm-hmm. after that experience like I I fear getting drunk I don't like feeling like that because it always brings me back to that situation mm-hmm. um so on that, when you were 16 and that happens to you, you're still getting medicated 
by the doctors. There's no counselling going on or there's counselling, but like, here's here's this. Okay, you have a problem. Here's this. Let's just yeah. put that on it all the time. After that, um, I was really lucky because, I mean, my parents searched length and breadth of the country for the top psychiatrists, top counsellors. Like, one guy in Dublin, he was like 500 euro just for one appointment. Like, they literally done all they could. And then a friend of my mum, she's actually a child psychologist. Um, and I started going to her. And her name's Linda. And I mean, she just, she got me. She understood. She wasn't just, like, she doesn't prescribe. Mm. So she just spoke to me like a normal human being. Um, and she was just the best thing that ever happened to me. And, like, even to this day, like, I'm 31 now. And if I ever hear of a child in need are going through a difficult time. I literally have her number in my phone and I'm like, here. I'm like, this woman saved me. What would you, you would 16, no, not 31 year old, but what would 16 year old you say to any women your age listening to this now that, or my age, listen to this going, I can see there's something not right with my daughter, there's something not right with my child. What would you say to those women? Trust your gut instinct. Mm. Um, and... Don't let doctors and psychiatrists be like, oh, just put them on medication. Because right now, I'm 31 and I'll probably be on medication for the rest of my life. But I feel like if I wasn't so heavily medicated through my teenage years, I wouldn't be dependent on it now. Now, I'm on a light dose now, but I know that's it for life. Do you know, I know I'll never be able to live without it because all them, they have to have had a major yeah. effect. Like, if you think about it, someone's brain, like, they don't, that doesn't stop growing until they're, like, 21 or something. Mm. And I was so heavily medicated um, that it is, like, don't let medication be the first mm. step. Play therapy. It sounds crazy. It sounds like it's for toddlers. It's not. It's a holistic approach. And it's so good. Because a teenager will sit there and they'll say, oh, we'll just move this in the sand or whatever. And they're like, oh, I don't care. But they can tell you just like that how you're feeling. Like, it's just, it's unbelievable. But as well, like, if their child is like me, mm. they're going to be great at lying. Okay. Like, mm. I was brilliant at lying when I was younger. I was brilliant at saying, oh, yeah, I'm staying in this friend's house. And I'd be out two, three o'clock in the morning in the field, you know, drinking and doing whatnot with a crowd of people. Like, it was just the way it was mm. for me. Um did you have one good friend and all of that? No. Did you not? No. Like, I would love to say that I have a childhood best friend. Mm. I would love to be able to say that. But I don't. Like, no one ever had my back. Like, they were my friend while they needed me. Mm. 
and they were my friend while until the next best person came along and I think that's why I have a lot of issues when it comes to like friendships um because like even now like I know people say keep your circle small and they're all like oh like I same friend for like 10 years like I don't have that like I don't like yeah like like maybe one of my cousins or two of my cousins they that would be it you know that would be from my childhood but like non-related friends no are you lonely Joanne um now I'm not Mm. and that's where Instagram played a a major part in that because I have friends now okay you know and they like me for me and I don't have to impress them I don't have to go along with what they want to do um they value my opinion um Whereas back then, like, it was literally, like, I was just used and abused by people. That's so sad. And I think I was very lucky to have childhood friends, like, and I still am, they still are in my life, and this is where the podcast initially started off, was with the girls. Um, But you said something there about value, and I I someone said this to me before about a person, they were like, do they value you? Like, do they value your friendship? And I was like, huh? And I was like, yeah, no, I think they do. And they were like, you think they do or you know they do? Let me put it this way. My friends that I would have done everything for, I was only, eight, like, I was 17. It was coming up to my 18th birthday. And it was another girl's birthday the day before. So our 18th ended up being on the same night. But it was two different set of friends. My friends didn't even associate with this girl. Mm. My friends never showed up to my birthday. So they never showed up? Never showed up. Never even told me they weren't going to show up. Um, what did that do to you? That broke me. That absolutely... Like, It was worse than like a breakup from a fella mm-hmm. because that solidified that I didn't have friends at that time. Now, obviously, I was after getting with my partner Dean, and he had friends, and they welcomed me with open arms, and it was amazing. Um, but my own group of friends, it was like it was like. It was like a figment of my imagination. Like, it never even happened. Do you know, like, when I look at back at pictures, I'm like, who who even were they? Do you know, when I was going through everything, like, it was just... Like, I know people fall out with touch, but, like, we had just, like... If you think about leaving Sir finished the end of June... Mm. My 18th birthday was four weeks later. So it wasn't like we weren't in contact or anything like. And it was just 
that was when I took a step back from them. Mm-hmm. That's when I stopped being running and being with there for their every beck and call. It's so sad. It's so sad because there is people out there that are that do do that, like do what you were doing. Do you know what I mean? And then when you get that realization, you get that moment where you're like, "She actually," and it's nothing that you've done because you've yeah. just been such a good person. They just didn't give a shit. Yeah, basically, just didn't give a shit. Like, and it's so hard because you've you nearly become dependent on friends. Mm. Um, and they're the ones you always turn to and things like that. And, like, do you know what? Like, the signs were always there mm. about them. Always there. And I just chose to ignore. Mm. Like, there were situations I was in and, like, they allowed people to bully me. But they never stood in and said stop. But I was stayed friends with them because it never came out of their mouths. Do you know, right. they yeah. were the ones that never spoke. They were the ones that. Did they join along with the laugh? They would stay silent, which is nearly worse. Mm. Do you know, mm. they would never say stop saying that about mm. her, or don't say that to her. Um. They never stood up for you. No. Whereas I would stand up for them. Mm. And I have stood up for them. And I've always been like, don't you dare do anything to them or say anything to them. Do you know how you are as a young one? Yeah. You're like, don't say that to my mm. friends. Yeah. Um, they never did that for me. Do you know, they just stood in the background. And that had a major effect. Yeah. Like, like I suffer. Like, when I think back, like, it's just, it's hard mm. because they, I always wanted just to have decent friends. And now mm. I do. Mm. I'm very lucky. I have some very supportive friends around me. Um, you said that you found it though difficult to me, not to me, but to, was it, is it the difficulty was it? that trusting that they want to be your friend yeah yeah like when that situation was happening with my group of friends at the time I had just started dating Dean and like he had his group of friends and that was fine but I was still lost I still didn't have my own group of friends do you know and it was grand, like, do you know, like, I love Dean's friends so much. And they have become my friends. Mm. Like, God, it's 13 years later. Mm. But I still see them as Dean's friends. Mm. Do you know, they're, they're, they weren't mine. Mm. Do you know, the ones that you could just go to if I had an argument to say, mm. oh, that fucking bollocks. Do you know that mm. kind of thing? Mm. I didn't have that. Mm. Do you know, only, and I think that's one thing about Instagram was it opened me up not to even go on moaning but to meet other people mm-hmm. um, like that like I'm forever grateful for Melissa mm-hmm. like the mind of a mommy 
Um, she is one of my closest friends. Like I know I can pick up the phone mm-hmm. and call her in the middle of the night if something was wrong. Mm-hmm. I know I could. Um, and I am so grateful for that friendship because I never had a friendship like that mm-hmm. that just saw me for me, that mm-hmm. didn't want something out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, even now, on a daily basis, like, I will have people, like, mess. Like, I get quite a lot of messages Mm. on Instagram. And I do like to spend a lot of time messaging back. And it does take time. But then, like, it's like people will get into a conversation and you'll be talking to them for a few days and you feel like you're helping them. And then all of a sudden it's like, so are you sharing me page? Mm. And it's like, so you're just using me. Mm. And to someone that's been used for so many years, Mm. you just want to scream and just be like, is that all you see of me? Mm. Is the numbers on my profile? Mm. You know? Like, is that all I am? Mm -hmm. Is how many followers I have? Like, that's nothing. Like, people come up to me and be like, oh my God, I can't believe you have, like, 66,000 followers. You're doing amazing. You're doing... That's that's nothing. Mm -hmm. That's... that's, Yeah, that's a follower count. Mm. That's not me Mm. that's just people that are after clicking a follow button do you know do you really think that yeah do you not think that yeah they click the follow button but they click the follow button because of you and they can relate to you and they like you because if they were using you right and we do know we have users in our daily life Mm. there's users but if they were using you they'd also unfollow so people do follow and you have those followers because of you i think though do you find that hard to believe yeah yeah i do um and i think that's all to do with my teenage years and that's being brutally honest and i know people you'd be like ah sure you're only a teenager you're only a baby back then that's trauma that that stays with you that's trauma that's like how to be used my whole teenage life by people and then basically go into my 20s with no real friends. Like, that that was really tough. That was a lonely time. And like that, I say, I had Dean, had mm. his friends. You didn't have your own identity. Yeah. Like, as in... Like you ha- I, I, I preach this and I preach this to Paul and I, you have to have your own identity inside and outside the relationship. Yeah. Because, you know, Paul, you know, was all, wasn't always known, but he was known as Rebecca Kelly's husband in our industry. Now, I'm a battle axe and I will protect wherever I need. And I used to f- scream and shout and say, do you know who my husband is? Do you know who he is? And they'd introduce, oh, you know, that's Rebecca Kelly's husband. That's fucking Paul Kelly. That's Paul Kelly. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Do you know what he's done? Yeah. But he was, uh, because I am more known in my work in the trade, yeah. 
it was like that, Rebecca. So where you absolutely must have struggled with your identity and then going on a platform like Instagram and not believing that maybe you deserve those numbers, yeah. that you deserve those followers. Yeah. It's because of all of this drama. Yeah, 100%. And I think as well, like it does, I get it said to me on a weekly basis, oh my God, like you're following. And I'm just like, it's a following. Do you know, I'm like, I just, I think because I was so hurt in my past, do you know when people say they have a purpose in life? Mm. I feel like that even though I was so hurt and I went through all these things, like with my mental health and everything, was to understand and to be able to help people. Mm. Like I honestly think that's what my purpose is, is to help others love themselves because I had to mm. learn to love myself because I had no one else to mm. do it for me. Mm. I had no one to say, oh, you're looking amazing. The one memory I have of a friend, um, like that, like I used to hate going out or getting dressed up and things like that. And I think I was, actually, I would have been around 16 at the mm. time. And I, I was after, I, I remember this, I met, remember the whole outfit it was like, um, do you remember them gypsy skirts? Yeah. They were like in, but mm. it was a pure white one. And um, I had a lovely top, kind of like this off the shoulder. And I was walking in the store and she goes, you can't wear that. And I said, why? Because you look too pretty. I was like, what? Yeah, you look too pretty. Like, I mean, I felt like this small so I literally went and I got changed. Um, that's disgusting. That's what I did. I would do what anyone asked of me, just to have a friend that didn't bully me. I wish, I hope and wish the world is different. I really do. But then today I noticed, and I've actually noticed it a few times, when I'm out with Amelia... And do you know where we're at the point, like I said to it, I got out at the, the gym the other day, we were going swimming, family swim, and I got out and this girl had a beautiful Nike short and t- top on, and I said to her, oh, your outfit's gorgeous, and she goes, the Nike, the outlets, and Ari said, you know her, and I went, no, I said, but our outfit is gorgeous, and Amelia was like, ma'am, you're so embarrassing, you were so embarrassing, but, so I do that, and I think we're starting to do that now, we're starting to learn to say, you know, you look great and all of you see someone say, say it. That's only new. That's only new. But I've noticed in the shopping centres over the past three weeks that when I'm out with Amelia, you have the gang of girls that look her up and down yeah. and she puts her head down and she walks or she'll just turn and walk it away. And I'm like, oh, so is is that like schoolgirl, bully, kind of mean girl mentality still around like have we not grown from that are, are us as mothers not teaching our girls not to have that it's worse now because you have social media you yeah. have snapchat and everything like the stories i do hear like of people setting up pages about girls and things like that it's it's, it's disgusting it is it's absolutely disgusting but i don't know where it's going to end do you know, and I think as well, like, that's why I put myself out there. 
because I've had so many boundaries to break down and I still have boundaries to break down but for me if I'm feeling conscious about something I will do it and post it to see if it'll help someone else but in return it's also helping me Mm, because it's making me do it and like that there's few years ago no way would I get in a swimsuit are you mad but now I'm like I do not care who sees me in a swimsuit and it's just the most uplifting feeling when Is I it? get a message and someone said do you know what I had the most amazing time this weekend with my family because I wore a swimsuit because I just felt inspired by you mm. and to me that's like that's my job done and I think that's what I mean by followers I don't care that 66,000. If I help one person mm. and one person is living their best life and enjoying those precious moments with their families, mm. that's all. Because I think when people think follower count, they think brand deals, they think income, they think flash lifestyle. Whereas I'm more like, so who can I help? Mm. Community. Yeah, mm. definitely. Community 100% over anything else. Can I ask you about the tablets? Because especially Prozac and all those other tablets, mm-hmm. we know what effect that had on you physically or mentally, but what effect did it have on you physically? Um, I suppose physically, a lot of tiredness. Um, I wouldn't even say that they contributed to my weight because I was overweight before I even started on the tablets. So... Like, I think it's such, like, I like it's such a blur back then. Mm. Because if I wasn't out drinking with my friends, I was basically on Bebo back in the day. Um, and I just, I think physically-wise, it has to have had something done to my brain. Mm. It has met, like, I know people say chemical imbalance. Like, I don't think there was a severe chemical imbalance back then. Mm. But there definitely is now because of all that medication. Yeah. 100%. And then, can I take it back with the instrument? When did you set it up and why did you set it up? And at what point did you go get your ta-da moment on it? Um... 2017 and kind of just started off as makeup and beauty like I used to work for Elizabeth Arden back in the day so I would always be posting like makeup and hair and then it kind of went to slimming world and it was always kind of like toddling on having fun Um, and then it was really an outlet for me after having Oliver because that was a lonely time as well. Was it? Because I was 25, suffered with my mental health, uh, was told to come off all medication because I was pregnant. So I was on no medication for my mental health. Um, Is that scary? That was scary. I was, that, that was scary. Now, like, all I thought was the safety of my baby. 
Um, and I know there is medication out there that is safe for during pregnancy. But at the time, I was like... Because they always say, like, you know, some mental health can be genetic. Mm. And I just, I didn't want to take the chance of anything. Mm. You know, because I know how it... Like, do you know what, if he does suffer with mental health when it's... He's older, I've been through that much. I mm. I know the support mm. to direct him in that. But, like, I used to smoke and everything. Did you? Yeah. And the day I found out I was pregnant, I just went cold turkey. And just, that was it. Just, no, like, I, like this is another life. Um, So I had prenatal depression. And I had postnatal depression, although it was just depression the whole way through. Mm. But they classed it as that, even though it's just basically clinical depression. Mm. Um, and the prenatal one was mainly anxiety. And then the postnatal one was more so, fuck, like, am I going to be able to do my best for the child? It wasn't a disconnect from him. It was more so like I would, like, I was the first time mother I would stare at him, making sure he was breathing. Like, he was six weeks early as well. So that was even scarier, like. Oh, my God. Um, so, like, that I had Instagram through all that. And it was just someone to talk to. Because, like, that, I, I still didn't have anyone mm. that was, like, in my corner. Um, and then, kind of, 2019... I started like doing a little bit of working out, not too much on Instagram. And then I tried every diet, every pill, every everything. Everything that doctors doctors must love prescribing yeah. stuff. I'm telling <laughs> you, like if it's not an antidepressant, it's mm. a weight loss pill, like. Um and I basically then it was I grew my following up to I think it was like fifteen thousand. Then last year, last year, last year is what ha- what made it went boom. Yeah. Um, it was basically a video of me skipping, and Oliver came over and gave me a hug. And said, well done. <laughs> and that attracted, within a month, I was up to 50,000. Oh, my God. Um, it's been viewed, like, over nearly 14 million times. Like, it's crazy stats, like, 526,000 likes. Um, like, it was, wow. it, it was just, it went mm. nuts. But even though... I got to 50k like a lot of brands and things still wouldn't look at me because I was plus size do you really think that yep 180 yeah as they would say percent oh definitely I had last summer the best stats that like I was getting millions of views a day millions of views a day because my Instagram was still reeling mm. from that whole thing. And like I had P 
people contacting me and things like that. And I was like, right, like I, I need guidance. Mm. You know, it was more so for guidance than mm. anything. And I contacted two well-known agencies. Mm. And the door slammed in my face. Basically, come back to us in six weeks. Come back to us in three months. I would set reminders in my phone to say, right, I need to send over my media kit mm. to these agencies. Um, and then, actually, my current, my management, Mandy, mm. Um, she had started up one last year, uh, the platform. Yeah. And I'm so glad I got them doors slammed in my face. Really? Because, like, she is just the best ever, mm-hmm. you know, because when I look back on these other agencies, they're plus size people, maximum size 18. Do you know that kind of thing? There was no diversity at all. Um, and like it was soul destroying at that time because I remember one particular agency, they were like, oh, we're taking on no one at the moment every week. Oh, we've just signed X. Oh, we've just signed Y. And these were people with like a smaller following. Um, no, they probably had amazing stats or whatever. But one thing they all had in common, they were all slim. And 100%, that's the only reason why. Um, Isn't that? Like, you see people, like, and you do, obviously you watch Instagram, you see people, like, like there is a group, and we know there's a group of women who, and yeah, maybe many women, odd man, man in there, but yeah. who've done very well from Instagram. Mm-hmm. But change their hair colour and they all, they're all the same. Yeah. Do you know Basically. what I mean? Change the hair colour, one's dark, one's blonde. And they've all been given these huge advantages. And it's like, because I don't begrudge because I have a very nice life. But at the same time, you're like, how do people get these opportunities? How are they getting the opportunities that they're getting? Is it because they're slim and they're blonde or they're, you know, I just, I think, I don't know. They fit the profile picture. Mm. Mm. They do. They fit the profile picture. They have the aesthetically pleasing look mm. that certain brands do look for. Mm. Um, now, I work alongside two amazing brands, mm. um, Be Perfect and Voodoo's. Mm-hmm. And they believed in me before I even had an agent or management to help me along. Um, like, you know, Denise, yeah. like, she is just... Oh, she's just the most supportive soul mm. ever. Mm. Um, and she sees people for people. Mm. And that's what I love. And like the same with like Be Perfect and like with Brendan and all the team. Like they just see you for you. Mm. They don't care if you're not like a size 10 mm. Like, these are brands I absolutely love because they show the diversity. Mm-hmm. And people, when people think of diversity, they automatically think of the colour of someone's skin. Mm. But there's other aspects as well. Like, obviously, there's disability. But then there's body types. Mm-hmm. Like, body types is a huge one. Like, it's so damaging 
just to see the same body type over and over again because you believe you should have that body type. Mm. And yeah. Like, for, like, back in the day, for us, it would have been magazines, mm. you know, seeing the celebs, and someone had a bit of cellulite, and it was like, oh, well, look, she's getting fat. Mm. Whereas now, it's like, you go on Instagram, it's the new 90s magazines. Yeah. Because people are putting their best foot forward, and they're airbrushing the shit mm. out of their... Not only their pictures, but their videos. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is mind-boggling yeah. to me. Um, How did they do it? How did they do it? I, like, I just... I'm like, just like, what? How? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like... On young... Not only young, impressionable girls, but women our age... Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, what am I doing wrong in life? How come I have wrinkles and she's using this brand of skincare and there's not a line to be seen? Mm. And then you go out and pay 300 euro for that brand of skincare and nothing happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Like, it's happened to us all that we Mm. all fall down that rabbit hole. Mm. It's not just like, there could be someone sitting at home and she's like, feels so insecure about her looks Mm. and her body. Because she's doing everything that someone is saying online. Mm. And she's like, why am I not getting the same results? Not realizing that this person could be having fillers, Botox, smoothing out their pictures. Mm -hmm. Like there's all these different aspects. And I think that's why I'm just like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Like we've all got lumps and bumps. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like it, you can lump it. Mm. Because... I'm going to show it anyways, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make sure that people feel good about themselves. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You've hit the nail on the head because it's not just impressionable girls. It's, it's women. Yeah. As you said, there's someone at home. Like I bought something there I always, you know what, I always buy things on Instagram and stuff like that to support someone, to support, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, and I know you do, I know Denise does, I know uh, there's people on, on the gram that do those things and support mm-hmm. them or call out another girl. And I was, and my friend uh, said to me, why are you buying that shit off, that influencer? Like, why are you buying that? And it was the bigger influencers that you're buying that's selling you the candle or that's selling you the hoodie or that's selling you this and mm. selling you that. And you're buying it. And she's like, she's like, they don't give a shit that you've just bought that. Like, why did you buy that? Yeah. Did you buy the? Is it because I like it? Or I mean, if you like it, fair enough. But if, if you're buying creams, spending, you know, tra- track suits, whatever you're buying, because someone said to you on Instagram who looks amazing, in it, to go buy it. And it's not making you feel better. Stop fucking buying it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, even the other night, like, do you know when we all have the people on Instagram that we just want to unfollow, yeah. but we can't? Yeah. Because they'll be the people to be like, why did you unfollow yeah. me? Um, so I muted loads of accounts. And it wasn't because they're bad people. Mm. It's just because... I was feeling bad about myself Mm. looking at their pictures. Mm. I wasn't feeling good about myself. Like, I was feeling like, why, like, why can't I, like, look like that? Mm. And, like, the reason why I'm saying about the skincare and things Mm. like that was because that's literally something that is relevant to me only last week. (laughs) Do you know that kind of thing? And Mm. I was looking in the mirror last week lines coming through mm. whereas you might go Joanne your skin's perfect would mm. you stop mm. but like it happens to the best of us mm. like yes I promote body positivity but it doesn't mean that I don't have moments that I feel like absolute crap about myself mm. but that's where I have to pull myself out and come on camera mm. with no makeup on mm. because there might be someone sitting at home that watches my stories and feels like crap that day and mm. say well do you know what? actually I don't have to like go out and spend mm. like the hundreds of euro on a face cream that's not going to work. Ta- before we talk about like the weight loss and like the workout videos and the viral video and stuff like that, um, can we talk just a little bit about? As you said, we were talking about brands and who they mm. work with and everything like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you know, but I put up something there a couple of weeks ago. Um, about there was a, a, a Disney cruise and there was two in- yeah. bloggers put on it. And I was absolutely horrified that those two, I was, I was because like, I work in the cruise industry, yeah, I'm so passionate course, about it. And I was really, and I got one girl in particular and she's doing the rounds and I won't say her name because I won't give her a thing, but I think if you after this, I'll say her name to you and you'll probably know her because she's probably gotten on to you. Um, but she was like... One of these passive aggressive yes, comments. Yeah, oh my yeah, God, I yeah. have one of those. And she said to me... Um, oh, you should know better than to be calling out someone on that. You know they wouldn't give that to a family. And I was like, how should I know better? Because, I mean, yeah, I was like, absolutely, those two girls who were on that, I would love to have them on, on Princess and to do their thing, but they were just not right 
for the brand. Right fit, yeah. And that's how I felt about it. And so when this girl kind of thing, and then a week later, she's, I said something about being on board or being at home, and she sent something to me again. And I went back to her and I said to her, I actually don't know if you're being sarcastic, being funny, or just being a fucking bitch. Yeah. Which is it? And I was tired, I was emotional because it was, I was on board because I was knackered and I wanted to go home to the girls. And I was like, I don't know whether just to fucking block you and leave you there or, and, and I, so I actually did, I went back to her and I said, I don't know whether you're being funny, sarcastic or being yeah. a fucking bitch. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm not being, I'm not being a bitch. No, I'm actually really genuine asking that question. I can't even remember what the question was. Um, but are you finding, and have you found, and I know I think we've spoke about it before actually in, in our DMs, about trolling and about these pages mm. that are out there. Are you being talked about? Yeah. 150%. Now, I'm, my tattle thread is like two, three comments. I've been mentioned on other people's threads. That's where they're kind of like, oh, she got, she's only losing weight because she got half her stomach cut off. And then I would have like that, like people, like one person in particular, She's so passive aggressive to me and I just feel like saying fuck off and I'm like I can't I have to be professional mm. and then I'm just like seriously like I, I wouldn't say this to these people mm. I don't wouldn't go on and say to someone why are you doing it that way mm. or why did you misspell a word or why did you pronounce something wrong like who gives a shit? Fuck's sake. Like, is that all you have to do with your life? Is to correct my spelling and how I pronounce something? Like, it's a genuine mistake. Like, get over yourself. Um, This only happened the other night. Hence why I'm like, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, a video's gone viral on TikTok of Oliver and because uh, I went to Penny's the other day for my first time and I was able to go in and I was able to buy clothes and do you know when you buy a dress in Penny's well this is my first time mm-hmm. but it was like one of those ribbed ones and I was like this is either going to go one way or another and I was on holidays and I said I'll do a little try on just to have content I was recording content mm-hmm. and um it was the last dress I had to try on, and uh, like I, I think what did I say? Uh, oh yeah, this is the last dress. It's quite figure or quite hugging, and I didn't get to finish my sentence. And Oliver butted in and goes, "You look like you're pregnant with two kids." Oh right? my god! And I was like, "What?" And then he was like, "You need to go buy some chocolate cake and an Indominus Rex and." Do you know, it was just being kids. Yeah. And I was like, what do you even say to that? And he goes, you don't buy that dress because it'll make you look pregnant, right? And I laugh at it, mm, like, because mm. I think it's genuinely funny. Yeah. Do you know that kind of thing? Like, I think in these situations, especially when it's a four-year-old, you have to be lighthearted. Mm. Because he's only being descriptive. Well, like, I actually... The amount of hate for my child. What? Not for me. For my child. And how rude my child is. And I should have used it as a teaching example. And 
my child's going to grow up to be a bully and my child's going to grow up to this. And then the son online wrote, oh, plus size mom is savaged by her four year old. Do you know? And Jesus Christ. I'm like, what? Now, there's comments in there and they're calling me fat and they're calling me this and they're calling me that. And the people that are calling me fat and things like that. Do you know what? I have respect for them because they're saying it from their own profile. Right. And I'm like, do you know what? That doesn't give, I don't give a shit. Mm. You can call me whatever you want to call me. Like, it's fair enough. Like, mm. that's your opinion. It's not my opinion. But at least they're saying it from their own profile. Mm. And it's not a fake profile. Do you know? Because. Okay, I need a drink before I say this. Okay. There is a profile that was slating me on Tattle. And I know who it is. Um, it is a family member. Now, not my side of family, Jane's side of family. And the reason why I know it's her um, is because her saying in life is uh, happy life, happy wife. And that's the username. Such and. A bitch. She despises me. Despises me. It's okay. I don't care. Like, if she doesn't like me, she doesn't like me. But that's what I honestly think Tattle is. It's full of people who know you that just need someone to bitch about. Because mm. no one else in the family is going to mm. bitch about me mm. to her. Because mm. why would they? Mm. So this is her outlet to bitch about me. Have you ever pulled her on it? Um, what do you, you have here? I have here. Mm. I haven't mentioned names. Mm. Um, Will she know who she is? Oh, she listens. She'll know straight away. She'll know. I mean, I mean, I can just imagine. But I've never pulled her on it. And I never would because I'd never stoop to her level. No. I would never stoop to her Leave level. Leave it to God. Mm. Because she would just love. She's one of these people that loves an argument. Mm. And I just won't give it. Mm. Or I would, and I would end up saying something that, not that I would regret saying mm. it. That you can't can come back from? Yeah. Mm. Get that. Um, just because I'm not that type of person. Mm. And I wouldn't have her to say, I was that type of person. Mm. Do you know? So she can mm. spread lies. She can say what she wants about me. She can mm. go on and say whatever. But I will never have her say, well, well, she practically attacked me verbally. Yeah. It'll be all over fucking tell the next day. All over tell. Facebook mm. like, you know, because she's that kind of mm. person. And that's what I believe tell's full of. It's just them kind of people that they want you to nearly figure out who they are. Mm. Um, you know, I said this to Connor Ryan when I did Connor's podcast. He said, Tattle's full of L ones. And I said, Is it? Is it? And he was like, What do you mean? And I was like, I don't think it's full of L ones. I think it is people who are close to people. Yeah. Who are jealous, who are envious, who are probably not happy in their own lives. And I've, you said, Can't ring like my sister in law couldn't 
ring me to talk about my other sister-in-law, do you know what I yeah. mean? Because I wouldn't listen to her, I wouldn't put up with it. Yeah. So she needs an outlet. Yeah. You know what I mean? To go on, and that's what they're doing. They're doing that. I've had a look at it, and I just... Some of the stuff is, like, batshit fucking crazy. Yeah. Batshit crazy. Like, some of the stuff is, like, absolutely crazy. Um, and I, as I said, it was sent to me, so that's why I had a look at it. But I was like, I haven't looked at it in bloody since... I think it was Twins and Me. It was one of those podcasts, Julie's. It yeah. was someone's that I got sent it. Um, and I was like, I'm actually not even going to f- do that again. Like, or look yeah. at that or even... Because it is. And like, it's so sad. Like, you have to look and go, right, why are these people saying these things? But it is. It's just because they're so unhappy. But the same as you said, it. like, I was on other people's, like, profiles. And even that girl, uh, Lauren, who was on the Disney cruise. I love her. I follow her. I love yeah. her profile. It's so aesthetically pleasing. She's absolutely stunning. She, her, her clothes and everything, the way she puts stuff together. I just didn't think Disney was the right fit for her. That was it. Yeah. But like, I'm not going to go on Tattle or I'm not going to go on. Like, do you remember? Yeah, I did go on Instagram and say what I had yeah. to say about it. But, but like, do you know what? You were public about it. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Like, the people that are coming into my comments on TikTok and calling me fat and calling me this and calling me that, I'm like, all right, that's fair enough. Mm. But as I said, I have respect for them. More so than the people on Tattle because they're saying it from their own personal profiles. They're not mm. hiding behind a fake profile. Mm. Whereas the ones hiding behind a profile, I think they're afraid to say anything to you or to your face because they know that they'll get backlash. Mm. Whereas this is their outlet for them to go on and gossip where or say well I know her mm. personally and you know and I know this is what happens in her personal life now I've never had personal information divulged and I'm grateful for that because mm. I do try to keep my family life private mm. obviously except for Oliver because mm. how can you get away from yeah. your four-year-old <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's always tagging along mm. and um like it is a thing where people just want to go on and have a gossip about you mm. or just vent about you because you've pissed them off mm. because you're living your best life. So we just had a little tea break there. Loads of breaks, this one. I'm enjoying it because we're having a good old yap. Um, so talk about today, looking at you, you look absolutely amazing. I did want to actually ask you something before that. Um there's one Instagram, not, she's not an Instagram, she's she's a TV radio presenter, that's true, she's a radio presenter, mm. podcaster, um, Louise McSherry, let's just say Louise McSherry, right, that's who it is. Um, sometimes I have little bits of issues with Louise because she talks about the fat community yeah. and she talks a little bit about, like me, so me saying that I'm fat, right, so I, I am two stone overweight, that's yeah. what I am, I'm two stone overweight right now. Um, at least two stone overweight, okay? So, but me saying that if, offends people who are my size. Yeah. According to Louise. So I don't get that. All right. I have been on such a body positivity journey mm. and learning to love myself. People only make fat a bad word if they mean it in a bad way. Mm. Fat is a descriptive word. Mm. 
And it's the same when people say to me, oh, like, her child's going to call her fat or he's going to call her this. No, he's not. <laughs> because I'm not teaching him fat is a bad word. Mm. And I feel like there is such a misconception. Like, I have no problem saying I'm fat. Now, teenage Joanne, or mm. Joanne in her early 20s, would cringe under the top of being called fat mm. like jesus do you know like it's the it was the worst thing mm. but i feel like people need to get to a stage where like if you look at a child's book and it's teaching them about different bodies different ethnicities like you will see tall short fat skinny it's just a descriptive word. Mm. Mm. And yes, there needs to be more love for the plus size community. And I'm the first person to say that. Mm. But just because someone is a stone overweight or someone's 10 stone over the weight doesn't make their body issues any less valuable. Mm. Yeah, because that's their body issues mm. they have to live in that body mm. they have to deal with that day in day out mm. so just because like like some days people might say oh Joanne you look amazing I wish I could look like you I'm like you need just to love yourself mm. we need to stop comparing stop oh I, I'm plus size community because I'm fatter than you or I'm this because I'm that's the whole like school games because body positivity and the plus size oh I'm gonna get shit this <laughs> the body positivity and plus size has become a trend mm. it's become a trend mm. when I started doing it it wasn't because it was a trend mm. but it's becoming a fucking trend and it's mm. pissing me off because it's not helping people. Mm. People are doing it for likes and clicks. Mm -hmm. Like I had to distance myself from someone because they copied my whole fucking content. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just because they knew they would get likes and clicks. Mm -hmm. And that really pissed me off. Like, and I never said it to them. Mm. But like, they, like, it was literally like I had people sending me screenshots like saying, did you see her post this? It was nearly word for word, the caption. Like of my posts. It's just become, and I think that's why people aren't taking it seriously mm. because it's become a trend. It, it has. Mm. And it really annoys me because I'm mm. like, people aren't out there for other people's best interests, which ends up making... For the likes of myself's job harder helping mm. people because then I'm worried people aren't going to believe me. Mm. People aren't going to believe what I'm saying is sincere. Mm. People are thinking I'm only going to post something for clickbait. Mm. It riles me because I feel like people, when people do it for the right reasons, mm. I will support them. Mm. I'm like, yes, you look amazing. Mm. I know you're genuine about it. So mm. I will shout it to the world. I'm all about like, you know, shouting out people that mm. I really enjoy mm. and 
really supporting them because I want to see them mm. to do well because mm. there's room for everyone. Yeah. If someone said, Joanne, I'm thinking about starting an Instagram in the morning or a TikTok and I want it to be plus size, have you got advice? Of course. Mm. I would help them mm. and I have done that. Mm. But when I see these ones that are just literally just doing it for that clickbait mm. and they are, it's so bleeding obvious but it's so annoying as well. Yeah. Because you're like, seriously, do you, do you really, like, mm. there were, I was, during lockdown, I was doing topics. Mm. Um, my question boxes. Like, mm. I would do random question boxes. Like, Jesus, we've talked about um, priests, mother-in-laws. Mm. Like, the most, like, mm. if you scroll through my highlights, mm. you will see them. Mm. Um, and they're the most entertaining giddy things that mm. you could read all of a sudden that person started doing that like oh like God. there was one topic particularly and uh copied it word for word uh started copying tried well tried to copy other stuff as well and i was just like ah no 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 so like that i just distanced myself and it's fine like to give inspiration and I love when you see and I said this before as well because I remember getting something and I put it up and then I did something else and I put it up and then I started to see another like kind of blogger starting to then taking it and running with it and you know like I would always say if I see something on you now right and I, I'd say oh Joanne I love that I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna put and I'd say seeing Joanne do this yeah. so I did it. I'd always credit the person, and it didn't matter whether you have 500, 200, 100,000 followers, I'd always just credit and say, oh my God, saw this on such and such yeah. page, seeing this, try this. But I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Credit the person or say, I'm getting inspiration or I'm taking inspiration yeah. from someone else. Or even like when people want to grow, mm. like have you advice mm. how to grow? Mm. Not just will you shout me out. <laughs> No one's going to follow you from a shout out. Yeah. Can we just say that? Yeah. Can we just yeah. get that out there? Yeah. Shout outs do not yeah. work. Yeah. Yes, you might get a couple of mm. followers, mm. but you will not get thousands of followers. Yeah. You, unless it's a shout out and there's meaning behind mm. the shout mm. out, mm. like a genuine reason mm. that you're like, you actually say, I'm insanely proud because... Mm. Such and such done such an amazing thing. Yeah. And I honestly think people would get inspiration from this. Mm. Just sharing an Instagram profile, people are just going to tap a blast. That's Mm. it. Like, Mm. people need to get over this whole shout me out. Yeah. You need to put in the graft. You need to put in the work. And you need to find your niche. Mm. You need to post constantly. Mm. And you need to be genuine. Yeah. Our people are going to see through it. Mm. Like there was one clothing brand I was working with. And then that person came along and started working with them. And I was just like, oh my God. I'll tell you after who it yes, is. Because, don't know. Because I, I swear to God. <laughs> don't this, go to Matt here. This person just like, it was completely left field for them. Like this, it, it came out of nowhere. And for me, that was another heartbreaking thing mm. because I classed this person trust. as a friend. Yeah, to trust issue again. And I was like, I thought this was a friend. Yeah. Like if that person had it came to me and said, look, I'm thinking about starting this. I'm thinking mm. about starting doing that. What do you think? Have you any advice? Mm. 
Because talking about bodies mm. is something you really need to be genuine about mm. and you really need to care mm. because the person that is reading that, you could tip them over the edge mm. if you don't have that worded properly. Yeah. Um, so important. So important. Mm. Like, just coming on and being like, oh, I'm body positive now. Mm. Where's the story mm. behind it? Why? Mm. What was wrong with your body? Why mm. did you feel like that? Mm. What happened? You have to let people know because you have to let them know they're not alone. There's a journey. Yeah. Mm. You can't just, like, suddenly out of nowhere, and again, unfortunately, it's become a trend. Mm. Same way with people giving out about people saying, oh, well, like, she can't be calling herself fat because she's a size 12. Yeah. Why? Mm. I'm, I'm offending other size 12s out there. I was like, yeah, but... I'm clearly, like, I know, like, I know I'm overweight. I'm overweight and I need to lose the weight. I need to lose the weight. And, but, like, I was like, so why can't I not verbalise that? Why? But, so I'm actually fat shaming other size 12s. I was like, I'll get a life, please. 100%. There's people that are... I'm actually size 14, by the way. (laughs) Right right now I'm a 14. (laughs) But there's people, like, the likes of Tess Daly. uh, Or is it Tess Daly, her Instagram is? Tess, anyway, she's a big American influencer. She's plus size. Um, she's happy how she is. And that's it, do you know? Mm. Whereas, like that, like, I was plus size. I was size 28 to 30. And I was, I, I loved my body. I loved everything about my body. It, it cooked my child for me. It kept him safe. It kept me safe all these years. But I would be delusional if I said, well, my weight's never going to affect my health. Mm. I was just very lucky Mm. up until this stage that I've never had high blood pressure. I've never had diabetes. But then in October, it came knocking at my door. I couldn't get my gallbladder out because of my weight. There was my first, that, that was the beginning. Do you know, like people go their whole lives saying, mm. I'm plus size, I'm healthy, I'm happy. But there is complications with weight. Like there, I had it. Do you know? Is that when you decided to do what yeah. you did? Yeah. Um, basically, I went in for a consultation, obviously waiting years to get my gallbladder out because HSE, we all know the <laughs> wait times. And... The surgeon said to me, Joanne, I'll have to refer you to a bariatric hospital to get your gallbladder out because we won't be able to do it in Tala Hospital. And she goes, look, she was like, she was an absolute lovely woman, mm. normal sized body, mm. um, knew how to speak, mm. you know. And she mm. goes, I'm just going to be brutally honest with you. She goes, it's the same risks having bariatric surgery as it is getting your gallbladder out. That's when it clicked with me. And I mean, I since I was 20, for 10 years, doctors have recommended for me to have bariatric surgery. Mm. And like the March, two years before that, I was referred to Lachlan's town, still waiting. 
Do you know, to, yeah. just to be seen. And then when mm. I rang Lachlan's town in the October, and they said, well, it'll probably be another five years before you actually get up here. Then you could be looking at another three, four years before actually surgery. So that's about nine years. And I was like, no, I can't. I have to do something. I have to, mm. I have to save my life because being refused a surgery that because that's going to prevent you being in pain because of your weight mm. that's a serious wake-up call so like before I had that wake-up call I would have been like yes I'm plus size I'm healthy I'm working out I'm doing this I'm doing that I've no medical issues only obviously my mental health mm. that's because I never came knocking at my door mm. now I have come knocking at mm. my door reality kicks mm. in and mm. I think like that, like, people will say, oh, fat community this, fat community that. That's fine. That's your community. That's fine. Like, and I'm, I obviously, I'm still part of it. Do you know? I'm size 20. But, and it's not that I don't want to be part of that community because I've met so many amazing, inspirational women that mm. have taught me to love myself and to love my body. But I knew that, I have a four-year-old child. Mm-hmm. I, I need to do something to make sure that, like, that he's not going to be bullied mm. for having a fat mother, basically. Mm. Get that. I was six, and mm. I was bullied because my mom was overweight. Mm. So I know how that feels like. Mm. I'm not going to let that happen to my child. My child's not going to be bullied because of how big his mother is. And it's as simple as that. And that's not dissing the plus size community. It's not dissing body positivity. Number one, my health. Mm. I need my gallbladder out. I Mm. can't go through another gallbladder Mm. attack. Then obviously I don't want my child being bullied. Mm. I've, I've been bullied for my weight my whole life. I don't want my child to be bullied mm. for my weight his whole life. Mm. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. It really does. Like, it really does. And I get it completely. And it's the same. My friend, um, she put up her photo today. And I think she was in, like, a jump zone. Or she was oh. in, I think, like, one of those trampoline hall mm. places. And she says, and I know she won't mind this because she put it on her social media. Um, and she was like, it was in this moment that... I realised I need to change my life for my daughter. Yeah. So, and it, it's true, like, like, uh, dear, like when I came off that ship that time, like, I literally run the length and breadth of that ship, okay? But when I came off that ship, I got home here and I went into, got up to bed and Paul came up to the bed after me and he was like, yeah, all right. And I was like, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, what's your breathing gone like that for? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know because I carry everything here in my stomach. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, it was just, I felt heavy, I felt like that, and I fluctuate with my weight all the time, and I went, I, when I was um, a teenager, I had um, anorexia, so I was a very, went from a very skinny person to, like, me, so when I say, and that's the way I'm like, when I'm me being a size 14, is like, I'm like crazy that I'm size 14, because I was always a skinny person. Yeah. And yeah. I was, I was, I was, I had anorexia, so I, I was a totally different skinny person. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, and so like that's what I'm saying. Like so, I know now, now. I'm like Rebecca. You need to sort yourself out now because it's not fair on the girls. And I don't want the girls. And even 
Aria is loves wearing it like a little crop top. She wears a little crop top and she wears her sh- shorts and all. And I noticed um, Amelia looking at her the other day, and then Paul said to me, "Did you like a her top that fits her?" And I was like, "That's a crop top." Yeah. I was like, "That's a fucking crop top." Yeah. And he was like, "All right, yeah." And he was like, "No, I wasn't saying that." But I just got defensive. Yeah. I was like, "It, it does fit her. It's a crop yeah. top." Yeah, she's our belly, but she's like she's seven. Give over, like give over. Yeah. I think as well. Um, a lot of people that hop on the body positivity train and talk a lot about fat, especially, um, they're nearly afraid to change their perspective. Mm. Do you mm. know? Because they're like, oh well, I can't say anything else now because I've put it out there. Mm. That's what mm. I've said. You grow. Yeah, you're allowed. Yeah, you're allowed to grow. You're allowed mm. to change your mind. Mm. Um, like this time last year, I probably would have had the mindset of a lot of people who are big is being skinny as a privilege. Mm. I probably would have had that mindset. Mm. Actually, not probably. I did have that mindset mm. Mm. Um, because they were never bullied for being skinny. Mm. But people are bullied for various different reasons. Mm. Could be the color of their hair. Could be freckles. Mm. Could be too skinny. Mm. Like... People are bullied for various different reasons. Mm. And yeah, like, back then I would have been like, last year. <laughs> Me, back then, last mm. year. Like, yeah, skinny is a privilege. But that's because other people mm. were saying it in the community. Mm. Other people in the plus-size community were saying, mm. oh, well, they have skinny privilege. Is that a thing? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like, it's... And then... There's also the thing is, she can't be body positivity because she's not a certain size. Why? So you have to be like a size 18 or above mm. kind of nearly to have body positivity. Mm. That's also a thing. Um, whereas like, I'm just like, can we all just be grown ass women mm. and just support mm. each other mm. no matter what? Can I ask you, um, how much weight have you lost? Uh, 83 pounds. Okay. And do you know what the difference with you um, is that, Joanne, is that I find, like, you're working out. Yeah. You're working out and you're putting up the video. Where I think some people, um, not on social media, but just people I know that have had, like Natalie, Natalie is, like, in the gym every week. Mm -hmm. She's working out. But I know others take that surgery as the surgery, as the quick fix, and that's fixed me and it's done. Whereas you are still looking after your health. Yeah. And that's it. Like, going for surgery, it's... Like I said, like, for 10 years, like, I've always been told, go get surgery, go get surgery. And I was like, no, that's the easy way out. I'm Mm. not doing it. I can do it the good old-fashioned way. Mm. But it's not the easy way out. I had to go to Prague by myself. No one came with me. I got an aeroplane by myself to a country I've never been before um, that obviously speak another language as well and put my trust into them Mm. that they were going to look after me. And I was very blessed that I was introduced to New Leaf because of Curvy Kim Mm. on Instagram, another amazing account. And the owner, Amanda, is an absolute just... She cares about your mental health. Right. Do you know, like, they're not going to just do it because you are paying. Mm. Like, she has a whole thing, like, aftercare, like, 
I do her success solution. So like I have one-to-one chats with her once a month um, wow. for the next 12 months. Um, and she has like courses for you to learn about emotional eating and to learn about cravings and what to do. Because even though you've had surgery, yeah, you're going to lose weight the first year, but mm. you can put it back on. Mm. You sit down and you eat a... You could eat a box of sweets. Mm. That's not going to fill you. That's what's classed as slider foods. Mm. So you have to be conscious of what you want to do. So you have to know that, right, I'm on a protein-rich diet for the rest of my life. Mm. I have to, when I want something to eat, I have to eat the protein first to fill me up. I have to, like, reach a minimum of 80 grams of protein a day. I have to drink like 64 ounces a day of water. That's what I find really hard is the water mm. part. Um, and like try your best to sustain away from like the likes of sugar and flour, which are mm. actually highly addictive mm. um, because that could trigger a craving. Now, I wish I could say like I've abstained from mm. sugar and flour, mm. but like I haven't 100% completely. Um but it is, it's a hard life adjustment. And, mm. like, even, like, when I go out for dinner, um, I was on holidays last week, and the first night I said, oh, like, do you mind if I get a smaller portion? Mm. She's like, well, actually, no, we don't do smaller portions. Mm. I was like, all right, I'm not even going to explain. Mm. And then, obviously, they, I ate what I could, and the waiter... Uh, another waiter that took away the food, she came back out. She, the chef obviously said something mm. to her, like, was there something wrong with the food? So mm. she came back out and I had to be like, no, I'm sorry. Like, I've had weight loss surgery. Fucking hell. Do you know that kind of thing? Um, you have to explain yourself. Yeah, do you know, like, it, like the food's grand. I've just had weight mm-hmm. loss surgery. But then it was grand. Then I felt more comfortable that I could order the yeah. kids' portions. Mm. Because you do feel bad going mm. in somewhere and saying, can I order off the kiddies menu? Mm. Because you can't even eat half of what a kiddies mm. portion is. Like, you can only eat 100 grams. 100 grams isn't a lot. Um, and like that, like, I don't show my food on mm. Instagram. I don't. And I I don't mind showing my fitness. I mm. You can go on and look at my surgery. Mm. Like my surgery, every aspect of my surgery oh my is gosh. on Instagram. <laughs> um, if you go on to New Leaf, they actually videoed oh my, my whole surgery. Um, because I had this mindset, if I'm doing it, mm. I'm going to do it and show people it's not the easy way mm. out. Mm. So Amanda, the owner, she lives in the UK. She met me in Prague and she videoed it, the whole thing. So it's oh all documented God. there. Um, I still haven't watched it. Oh no, I don't think um, I could like watch my own video. Yeah, yeah. I, I still haven't watched it. I was like, I'm not half doing things. Like mm. it's all there, but like it's a lifelong choice. Like you don't just mm. wake up in the morning and say, "I'm going to have surgery and everything's going to be a okay." Mm. It's not going to be a okay mm. if you don't follow the guidelines. Mm. And like a lot of people. Well, not a lot of people, but there is a percentage of people that do uh, regain all their weight. Mm. They say when you get to, like, your goal weight, you'll probably regain maybe a stone or two stones. Okay. Um, And then... And then can you go back to eating normal again? No. No. 
you can stretch your stomach. Okay. You can. You can push yourself to mm. the limit and stretch your stomach. Mm. Um, so that's why they say you need to eat like your protein first mm. because that'll fill you up first and you'll feel like nearly like you're in a food coma. Yeah. So you won't want to eat anything mm. else. Um, whereas like if I was to sit down and eat a piece of cake or eat crisps, mm. Like, that's going to mush as it goes into my stomach. Mm. So, like, I'm not going to be full. I can keep eating, eating, mm-hmm. eating. Um, but, like, if I went back to eating normal, what's classed as a normal yeah. portion, mm. um, because we're getting very, like, America, where mm. everything is oversized. Mm. Um, I'm just going to end up back where I was. Yeah. I don't want to go back. I just want to keep going forward. Mm. And I want to just keep helping people and show them that having surgery is not the easy way out. Mm. Yeah, I could have my stomach cut off and an intestine moved about. Oh, God. Um, but that wasn't taken lightly. No. Like, I left my child at home to go and have surgery in another country. Mm-hmm. And I applaud anyone that does that, man or woman that takes their own life in their own hands and says, I'm doing this for me. Because when I decided to do it, I said to my family, I'm doing it. You either support me or you don't support me. Mm. But I'm doing it. Mm. And that was it. I wasn't letting them have any choice. Because my dad would be very much like, Asher, get out and have a walk down yeah, now. Yeah, grand. Yeah, yeah. And then my brother would be like, they're going to harvest you. They're mm. going to take all your organs <laughs> and they're going to have them for dinner. Like, mm. do you know, like, mm. because of all the crazy stories mm. you'd hear. Um, but, like, I made sure that where I chose was going to be the perfect place. It was in an actual hospital. Mm. They had an ICE, ICU unit right next door. I was actually there for the first day because they want to give you one-to-one care to make sure mm. you're okay. Um, like it was just amazing. What was it called? New life. New leaf. New leaf. Okay. New leaf. Um, and they were just phenomenal. And the surgeon. Oh my god, Doctor Ruby. Oh, mm. like I'm sorry. I've met like when you think of the HSE and you think of surgeons mm. that you've met, uh, especially men that mm. are high up. They're always stone faced no emotion Mm. you're lucky if you even see them do you know that kind Mm. of thing whereas he greeted not just me because i was getting filmed Mm. but every patient when they arrived checked in on them made sure they're okay after surgery you had he would come in every morning at eight o'clock do his rounds to make sure you're okay Mm. no team members so do you know the way you might have a surgeon, but mm. you're only seeing someone from his, his team. team. Yeah, yeah. That's not like that. You're seeing the actual surgeon, and he's checking your wounds daily, and he's making sure that everything is A-OK. Because if he's not happy with something, he's going to fix it. Mm-hmm. Do you know that kind of thing? Amazing. Like the healthcare over there. Just, oh. Second to none. And I'll never forget... When I was over there, I was talking to a lady. She was after having her bypass done the Monday in Black Rock. Yeah. And obviously I was over in Prague. Mm. So, like, similar journeys, like. Mm. And 
she was saying how a nurse like was passing remarks on her weight and oh sure uh how did you get yourself in that position with your weight and everything and this was someone saying this to someone that's going for weight loss surgery in your hospital Mm -hmm. like to have that aspect whereas over in Prague all the nurses and everything like they see obesity as it is Mm -hmm. a disease Mm -hmm. like they don't judge Mm. and like it's just oh i'd go back in the morning (laughs) they're so nice over there you can see it in your face you can see like you're glowing when you talk about them you're glowing because that fucking highlighter on you is amazing be perfect oh my god (laughs) i swear to god that highlighter i'm just look because you know i'm obsessed with makeup like i have the two Charlotte Tilbury mystery boxes on the way oh, to me. Yeah, that, yeah. Like literally, but I'm just looking at your face and all like just beautiful. I'm like, where'd you get this? What's that? What lip is that? What was yeah. that? So we'll have a good laugh after this, but um, good chat after this. Joanne, thank you so much for sitting with me. I am just in awe of you. I can't actually wait to see what's next. And I think the whole influencing, influencing yeah, full time is yeah. exactly where you need to be. Um, and whatever your journey is, like, congratulations, because Thank I just you. know already it's going to be amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. <laughs> Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 